Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for June 14th, 2015. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor with Russ Dean at Park Road Baptist Church. Her sermon today is entitled, Verbs of Faith, Took, Broke, Blessed, Gave. I'm sure you'll remember back to Russ's sermon from February the 1st of this year. Good, thank you. You you do remember it, don't you? We were just really getting started preaching through the Gospel of Mark. We had just gotten up to the third chapter when it was time for communion. So we jumped ahead a bit and Russ read from Mark chapter 14 about that Last Supper that happened around the time of the Passover commemoration. The same passage I just read today. We share this table every other month at this church. So after we have Christmas Eve communion in December, our next time around this common table is February. Then, and that's when Russ preached on February 1st, And then we have Maundy Thursday that usually falls sometime in April. So then June holds our next time at the table. So in February, Russ got things all mixed up. But it was on purpose. He served the cup before the bread. Because that's how the earliest church did it. And he talked about the meal not as a... He talked about the meal as a celebration, not a commemoration. He talked about how usually when this table is set, there is a somberness in the air. He said that at this table, we usually talk about remembering the suffering and the sacrifice of Jesus. He said that this table usually had to do with atonement, the paying the price kind of imagery. But that Sunday in February, and I remember it so well because last week I went and listened to the podcast of it. (laughs) So don't feel bad if you're having trouble remembering it. I had to listen to it again. But not to throw him under the bus, I can't remember what I said last week, much less a sermon that Russ preached in February. But on that Sunday in February, Russ made the table a table of celebration. He made it a feast. And he talked about the fact that a good meal was never as much about the food that we eat as it was about the company that we keep around the table. And then he did something the way we've never done it before. Gasp. He had us get up and move around and make sure that no one sat at the table alone, at the table in your pews, alone. And then he did the unthinkable. He had us talk to each other, get to know each other, catch up with each other as the elements were being distributed. Now I will admit that I had warned him this would not work. It wasn't that I thought you couldn't do it, I just thought you wouldn't do it. Or at least I thought you wouldn't do it well. I thought his idea would be a flop. I was wrong. I said it. 
you did it beautifully. And we received a lot of really wonderful feedback about how meaningful the service was. Now fast forward four months, and though we've just made it through the 10th chapter of Mark's Gospel, it's time for communion, so I've jumped ahead again to the same passage that he read from chapter 14. But alas, I'm not going to mix it up today. I'm going to serve the bread before the cup the way we've always done it, except the early church. I'm going to try to help us remember that this is a table of remembrance. We remember the life of Jesus. We remember how he suffered because of the life he chose to live. We remember that one in his midst would betray him. Could it have been me? We remember his prediction of his own death. We remember his actual death and how that changed everything. And we remember that with that suffering and death came new life, which is resurrection good news. So we'll gather around this table today and we're not gonna talk amongst ourselves, even though we love that and I hope we'll do it again and I hope that's the normal way we do it. But because Russ laid this out, he got the fun one. I get the somber one. Baptist historian Buddy Sheridan once said, tell me what you remember and I will tell you who you are. Tell me what you remember and I will tell you who you are. Today we remember Jesus at this table and in so doing we are his. There are four verbs in this text. They are calls to action, if you will, that as you prepare to share in this table, you have to ask yourself, are you prepared to act out this remembrance? In one of the commentaries I read on this text, the writer pulled out these four verbs from the passage. He took the bread. He blessed the bread. He broke the bread and he gave the bread. And I instantly remembered a little book that I had read about 15 years ago. I keep this book right at my fingertips and refer to it often. Henry Nouwen penned this tiny little simple book entitled Life of the Beloved. And in this book, he is trying to explain and persuade a non-believer friend at that friend's request about the life of faith. It's an apologetic for the Christian fact, for Christianity of sorts. Now one says that the bottom line is this. We have to see ourselves as the beloved. And we have to live into all that means. And he says that those four words, those four verbs from this text are key to our faith journey. I quote now and here. These words, and he's writing to his friend who's not a believer, he's trying to convince him of this way of life. And he says, these words summarize my life as a priest because each day when I come together around the table with members of my community, I take bread, I bless bread, I break bread, and I give bread. These four words, he says, summarize my life as a Christian because as a Christian, 
I'm called to become bread for the world. Bread that is taken, bread that is blessed, bread that is broken, bread that is given. If we talk about this as the body of Christ, and then we call ourselves as the church the body of Christ, that in taking this bread, we are taking on these four verbs within our very being. Nowen goes on to say, most importantly, however, these four words summarize my life as a human being because in every moment of my life, somewhere, somehow, the taking, the blessing, the breaking, and the giving are happening. I must tell you at this point, he says, that these four words have become the most important words of my life. And then he spends the rest of the book addressing these four words. Took, blessed, broke, gave. So as you prepare to come to this table, I want to say a little bit about each of these words. Took. He took the bread. I picture something like grabbing life kind of by the collar and shaking it. Or maybe life takes us by the collar and shakes us. Taking life and living it to the fullest, something that gets our attention and something that we take charge of and ownership for who we are and what we do and what we believe and what we say and how we say it. Do you take charge of that? blessed. It's become a rather common phrase, have a blessed day, almost trite in its offering. I don't think this kind of blessing is a casual blessing. I'm talking about taking stock and really counting our blessings, name them one by one. And it's not just learning to take stock of how we are blessed, but it's about coming to this table and considering how might I offer blessing? How might I be the, the instrument or the tool or the vehicle that is going to be God's very blessing in this world? Russ mentioned in the <clears throat> opening about the blog that he wrote. It is shocking the response that people have to good news when they hear it. Some people love it. My favorite response of, of some of the people that have responded, which have been, we've had about 90 responses just on our website and just so many others, over 100 people have shared the blog on social media, it's just been crazy. But one woman wrote, I might can go back to church. You make me think that I might can go back to church. But I can tell she's still reserving judgment on that. Now, don't get me wrong, there are plenty of people that are praying for Russ's eternal soul this morning. <laughs> and, and praying for you all that you're being led by such a horrific preacher. 
but it was a reminder to us that the world is in desperate need of a blessing. We get that today when we take this into ourselves and pass it on. The third word is broke. Russ reminded the graduates last week that faith is hard. This is not easy to believe this stuff or study this stuff. It doesn't all make sense. And the truth is that sometimes life is tough and sometimes we experience brokenness to the point that we feel like we are actually going to break. Like your heart is actually going to break. And I look out across the sea of people and tears can come that quickly because you have known such a deep brokenness. We are a broken people full of many broken individuals. And if we don't learn how to talk about that and try to come to this table together to mend that, to offer healing and receive healing for all the broken places, Jesus broke the bread. It's part of life, brokenness. Final word, gave. Until you give yourself away, you never truly know how to live. If you just keep it for yourself, it will not ever spread like wildfire. I'm really sorry I have a cold because there's a great little song <clears throat> and just picture how great it would be if my voice didn't sound like this. The song goes like this. You must give yourself to love if love is what you're after. Open up your hearts to tears and laughter. You must give yourself to love. Give yourself to love. Open up your hearts to tears and laughter and give yourself to love. The Sunday school class that I teach women around my age, we only have one thing that we keep written on the board in our class, and it's the words tears and laughter. Because that's the only way we make it through this life, is by crying and laughing. In February, we laughed around this table. Today, we may cry around this table as we remember who Jesus was, what he did, and what he stands for. And as we think about taking that on ourselves, that we might leave this place becoming the bread for the world. This is the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina encouraging independent thought, 
community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Grace and peace to you.